0: of Autobahn Sugar Institute who's going to talk about fructan and how it's related to cane deterioration following the freeze dr. Eggleston thanks Paul so this is a little different but you will see later on that it is tied in with the freeze deterioration and I will show you how so uh, fructan how we have underestimated this polysaccharide in Louisiana so a presentation outline and basically what is fructan so you know what I'm talking about and why all of a sudden have we been able to measure fructan because of newly available kit out there that we could use for research then we looked at fructan in molasses and downstream uh, sugar products. And then when we realized we'd completely underestimated this polysaccharide, its presence and the amount, then we started questioning, well, where does this fructan come from? And then, obviously, you don't want to just be stating problems. What are the solutions? We've got to control this. So we'll finish up with control of fructan and then major uh, conclusions. So what is fructan? It's a long-chain polysaccharide. By the way, it's also known as levan or inulin. So think of a pearl necklace. And the pearls are sugars, and they're linked by a string. And uh, the string are linkages. And in this case, the sugars are fructose. And the linkages are special, um, not common linkages, actually. They're beta-2,6 linkages. And fructan is made from sucrose. We all know sucrose is a disaccharide made up of glucose. And fructose, again, it's got a different linkage. The linkage is black. It's alpha 1, 2. But it's the fructose in that um, sucrose that is used to form the dextran. So here. And here's the fructan. It's a long-chain sugar. There is a terminal glucose end. Beta 1,6 linkage, notice it's a a green linkage compared to black for sucrose. Now let's compare this to dextran. You're all aware of dextran. We've been talking about dextran for 100 years in the Louisiana sugar industry. Well, in this case, it's the sugars, the pearls, or glucose, and you can see a different color linkage. This time, it's an alpha 1,6 linkage. And you're probably thinking, well, that doesn't make much difference. Well, it makes a huge amount of difference. How, what sugars are in the polysaccharide and how they are linked? And basically, you cannot use the same enzyme to break down fructan. Uh, you can't use the same enzyme uh, that you used to break down dextran because we have these different linkages and sugars. So... How did we come to look at this? Um, it's a long story, really, but I've got to pay major tribute to David Stewart of ALMA. Um, in 2018, we have very low molasses purities, and Dave wanted to know why. If we knew why, then maybe we could simulate that again. So he said, can we do an in-depth study on uh, molasses from 2018? We're talking about this tomorrow, but basically, I had to look at what are the different polysaccharides we could look at other than dextran, and I was surprised to see there was actually now a fructan kit is available, and it's just come out, and it's only just come out because these enzymes, a part of the kit, are recombinant enzymes. They're, just, they're, they're quite new. This is the method, you can see we have five stages. It takes us a long time. There is absolutely no way that I'm advocating this method for the factory or a refinery. But for us at Audubon as a tool, as a research tool, it's allowed us to find uh, a lot of things out. So I'm not advocating it, it is very lengthy. but it is very specific. All the other methods before, we never were able to measure fructan because there was no specific method out there. So we looked at these molasses samples in the 2018 where we had low purities, and the 2017 is in the blue. And you can see in the uh, orange where we had lower purities, Also, the factories noted lower viscosities in 2018. Um, You could see we had lower fructan. But that wasn't the thing that astonished me. I was just astonished to see how much fructan was in there and how consistently it was in there. I was absolutely surprised. In fact, I I sent the results back. I said, do these again. I, I just couldn't believe them. But we checked and checked the method, and we also used, uh, we bought a special recombinant enzyme to check. We added it to the molasses. And you can see, if you look at the black chromatogram and then the blue one, huge amount of fructose forms when we add the enzyme. So then we realized this was true. There is fructan in these samples. And you can see here when we uh, correlated the fructan, that's in the orange with the TPD values at the bottom, so TPD is the true purity difference. So the lower that is, the better molasses exhaustion, the lower the purity is. And you can see we found, quite, uh, we found a correlation with the fructan, but we also found it with starch and high molecular weight dextran and total polysaccharides. So we'll be talking about this a lot more tomorrow, but we do know that fructan is involved So then we said, well, let's have a look at some other uh, factory samples, ABC Masaqui, ABC Molasses, ABC raw Sugar. We had the sucrose, fructose, and glucose purities, and we we did fructan. Um, And you can see um, they had quite considerable amounts of fructan, and as you went from A to C, this impurity increased. And you'd expect that. It's being concentrated like other impurities. When we correlated this on a BRICS basis, we got an exceptional uh, relationship between sucrose purity and fructan. And if we take the BRICS out and just do PPM, we still got a good correlation, but it was lower. But this suggests that the sucrose in our downstream products is being affected by this polysaccharide. And if we can get a handle on it, we may be able to really improve uh, the the, the sucrose we have at at the end and through the factory. We then went to another uh, factory and we mentioned these results. And the first uh, mention was we're not surprised. Um, They gave us some crusher juices and some rotary screen juices from the mill because they'd have been having uh, slime issues. And you can see in the rotary screen juices, um, very high amounts of fructan, so obviously it contributes to the slime in the mill. The crusher juices had various amounts of fructan, but that does tell us that um, the fructan is coming into the factory with the extraction, the crusher juice. So we know it's coming in, and it may also be forming in the factory. So where does this fructan come from? Most plants that store energy as starch do not store energy as fructan. So it's most likely that it's not in the sugarcane plant. It's probably come from microbial deterioration. So that was the most plausible explanation, and that's the one we looked at first. So here we got two crushed juices from a factory, and we allowed them to deteriorate at room temperature. So here's time, and here's the deterioration product. And you can see both grocery juices came in with fructan in the purple, but they had small amounts of mannitol, high molecular weight dextran, that is the um, specific antibody dextran where we're just measuring high molecular weight dextran. And you can see the fructan was forming on deterioration, so it obviously forms on deterioration but also notice here, and here when leconostock um, um, deterioration takes over, that means mannitols forming, dex forming, that seems to be uh, that seems to take over. It seems to be the more predominant bacterial uh, sorry microbial deterioration. We did it again with another crusher juice this time we measured. Haze dextran as well, which is in the red here. And as you can see, haze dextran was much higher. We've known for a long time that haze dextran is measuring a lot of things, not just dextran, it's measuring anything that forms a haze when we add alcohol. So we've known that for a while, and so has the factories. Um, but notice here over the first part of deterioration, fructan was actually stronger but then again when leuconostoc takes over um, that becomes prevalent now when you add dextran the high molecular weight dextran to the fructan it starts explaining why we're getting a higher haze dextran, so that does explain that when to some extent, when we measure haze dextran in the factory, you're not just measuring dextran, you're also measuring some fructan and probably other stuff as well, low-molecular dextran and stuff. And there's many times I've been to a factory and they said, you know, Gillian, we've no dextran, but we're still having problems and vice versa. And I think a lot of this is now becoming clear because we underestimated the fructan Again, sucrose, if you look from 0 to 56 hours of deterioration, both the fructan and the dextran were related to sucrose, but you'd expect that because they're both eating fructans, taking the fructose, dextran's taking the glucose. But if you look at the first hours of deterioration, the fructan has a much higher correlation, and there's nothing there because early on, fructan is more important than the leuconostop. Now, these are the freeze deterioration results. Um, We've just received them. I'm not going to go into varietal differences, but one thing I want to point out quickly is the mannitol here. So up here are the commercial varieties that Kenneth was explaining, and here are the experimental varieties. But if you look at week one in both varieties, you find mannitol. Now, manitol cannot come from the cane itself. It only comes from microbial deterioration. And if you remember Kenneth's results, the pH was about 5.5, 5.6, 5.7. That's normal for sugarcane. You would never have realized there'd been some deterioration there. But the mannitol actually confirms there was already some bacterial deterioration going on. It may have just been at the tops of the stalk where the freeze damage was, but there was some present. And that also explains why we find some fructan. Um, The 615 seemed to be the worst one. And overall, I, I just want to comment that the experimental varieties seem to be a little better than the commercial ones. Uh, for deterioration, for susceptibility to this microbial deterioration, which may be uh, a promising for the the future in Louisiana. So how can we control fructan? Well, there's basically two ways. We either prevent it, and prevention is always better than the cure. And we say that about Dextran, you need good cane management. You need to get your cut to crush times down, limited burning. Um, biocides, we, we, we like to find biocides to um, uh, control this because, um, as I said, we've underestimated it. Um, but we're working with Dr. Giovanna Aita, a microbiologist at Audubon, and one of the things we need to do is identify which microorganism is forming this fructan Otherwise, we're just stabbing in the dark, and um, that really doesn't make any sense. The other thing is an enzyme like we use for dextrinase, but again, we say good care management is always better than adding the dextrinase, but in some instances, Mother Nature takes over, and there's nothing we can do, and then dextrinase does represent a tool. There is a commercial enzyme out there that we think can break down the fructan, but it will be more expensive than good cane management. So finally, um, obviously we've just hit the tip of the iceberg here, but by using the new enzymatic method, which is research only, we now know there's considerable amounts of fructan um, in uh, Louisiana final molasses and other downstream products and the presence and the amount of this we have grossly underestimated. We think it's related to the, uh, generally to the recovery of sucrose in upstream and downstream products, but we need to do more work. It comes from microbial deterioration. It's possible there's some in the plant and we have to still do some research to rule that out. Um, But this deterioration is occurring either outside or inside the factory or both and we right now we do not know which organism or microorganisms are involved now obviously we we need to do some research how to control this and find out what other parameters processing parameters the fructans are causing so I believe it has um, um, is lever rotatory? It has a negative pile. Dextran has a positive pile. Um, How is it affecting crystallization? There may be many things out there that we just haven't realized. So obviously, we've still a lot of work to do, but I think it's been an important finding for us. So um, thank you, and I'm happy to answer any questions. Sugar cane, sweet sugar cane, the sweetness of our southern dreams. Sugar cane, sweet sugar cane, and fireflies in the jasmine-scented breeze. There's a little shade beneath this tree that shields me from relentless heat. An afternoon shower.